Lesson number three for me was a biggie. Okay, now, and when I say it, I really, really mean it because when I announced that we were going to have a podcast recording, it was going to be a live event. The day that I put it out, and I really hadn't really said a whole lot of anything to Ticket Sold. So I was super, super excited. And I was like, okay, the event's going to sell out. It's going to be amazing. And then crickets. Are you ready to take courageous steps to build a life and business you love? Welcome to the Courage Cast. I'm Andrea Crisp, an empowerment coach, author, and a multi-passionate entrepreneur. For years, I was afraid to allow myself to shine. That was until I discovered that I could step into my own power, shift my mindset, and take ownership of my destiny. Now I coach people across the world who are ready to own their life, make a massive impact, and with a blend of practical and spiritual advice, we hope that the Courage Cast empowers you to take brave steps in your own life and business. Hey there, welcome to the Courage Cast. My name is Andrea Crisp. I'm your host. And we're a week past our live podcast recording in Toronto. And honestly, it still kind of feels a little bit like a dream. What a life giving experience. And from the bottom of my heart, I have to say that I appreciate every single person who came to the event. Oh my gosh, it was just such a beautiful time. And what an incredible experience, especially for my very first live podcast recording, and really the first live event I've done since the pandemic. And today I want to talk about just what I learned about the process, but also share with you a little bit of like some of the behind the scenes stuff, things that you may not know um, about really what it takes to put on something like that. And there are always lessons along the way. And so I'm going to share them as well with you. But I'm also going to share with you why it took me almost three years to take action on this dream, which I'm not going to lie, is something that I have been seeing as a pattern throughout my life. So I'm going to address that as well. So I'm very excited to take you on this journey. Now, as you may or may not know, we have been in a series called Authentically Me. And so we're going to continue the series after I release the live podcast recording, which is coming up as well, not in this episode, but it's coming up in a future episode. And then we're going to finish the year off with a few more podcast episodes around my own personal transformation. We're going to finish the year off talking about really stepping into our our true authentic self and what does that really look like. And even the podcast recording that we did was really around this theme, just showing up authentically. And it was something that I had wanted to do for such a long time, and I'm going to get into that. But when it came time to actually do the recording, I really questioned how I was going to, you know, actually do the recording. Was I going to interview someone? Was I going to have a panel? But what ended up happening was I invited a good friend of mine, Christina DeFranco, to be the guest co-host 
and she interviewed me. So I'm really, really excited for you to hear how the actual recording went. Oh my gosh, it was just so fun. And she did a fabulous job. And we're going to talk a little bit about that as well. But you know, with everything that we do in life, there are always like these lessons that we learn along the way. And um, one of them, of course, was how freaking long I take to take action on things. And I don't know if it's part of my human design, maybe it's something that I need to look into. But, you know, I have been noticing that there are times when I'll feel like I need to do something, but it will take me a really, really long time to put some motivation behind it. And it's one of those things where, you know, you think about, oh, I have this dream, I really want to execute it, I really want to bring it to life. And then sometimes it doesn't happen right away. Now, I have seen a lot of friends of mine who take action like so fast. And to be honest with you, like I look at myself and go, why am I not taking action on this right away? So the first lesson that I want to talk to you about really is all about divine timing. And three years ago, I was thinking about recording a live podcast recording. So this is a true story. I had seen an author and podcaster that I really admire, Jen Hatmaker. She had had this incredible gathering at her home. It was actually in her backyard. And during the event, which was like so incredibly beautiful, she hosted a live podcast recording and then put it on her podcast. And I thought to myself, when I saw that, Andrea, you absolutely have to do this. And then it took me probably another two years to do it. So like I had the idea, I ruminated over it. I was going to take action on it and do it for my 200th episode, which ended up being in 2022. And I never did it. I actually even talked to my friend Alex Street about it and about how I could possibly, you know, collaborate with him and have him interview me. And as it turns out, he did interview me, but it was over Zoom and we released it that way. So it was never in front of a live audience. So it really took me another two years from when I had the original thought to do it. And here's the thing about divine timing. There are often moments when we think, okay, I've got to take action on something right away. And then there's sometimes where we have to ruminate and allow it just to be in us until the right timing. And it was the right timing now. There has been so much that has taken place in my own life that needed to happen in order for me to hold space for this event and to really be able to truly uh, be present for it, to feel like the transformation has taken place in my life. So it absolutely needed to wait until right now. So here's the thing. When I finally decided to take action, it wasn't because I had made up my mind that I wanted to do a live podcast recording and I was just going to pick a date out of thin air. I actually saw a venue Leaside Studio online, and I loved it. I was like, oh my gosh, I absolutely have to have my podcast recording here. And I 
took a look online, saw what they had available. And then from there, I got in touch with a few of my friends that I was going to get their help to pull off the event and ask them if they were available. Now, there were a few dates that we had in mind. And the date that all of us were available was November 11th. And so that became the date. And I was like, okay, the venue's open. My friends are available. I'm able to travel from where I live in Cape Real all the way to Toronto. Everything is exactly as it needs to be. And it was so, so amazing to me because even though it took me two years to actually, you know, pull the trigger on it, it only took a month to pull it all together. Now, in hindsight, I look back and think I would absolutely love a little bit more lead time and the runway between when I start talking about it and when the event actually happens. I will definitely, definitely um, make sure there's more lead time. (laughs) But the timing really is everything. And so my first big lesson with this podcast recording was trust in divine timing. My second lesson, and this is something that I have struggled with over the years, both personally and even in my business, but, and you might even resonate with this as well, but it's ask for help. I tend to do everything myself. There are very few things that I delegate out to other people or I trust other people with. And I'm just someone who tends to see the big picture. I also like details and I like to be able to do all of it. And sometimes that's to my own detriment. I'm not going to lie. But in this particular scenario, I definitely needed to ask for help. And so my lesson really was in trusting not only that I needed to ask for help, but to trust the people that I was asking help from. One of the things that I am not great at is decor. I have a vision for things, but I definitely do not have the eye to decorate. And um, I definitely don't have (laughs) the ability to curate food, even though I'm like, okay, I know kind of what I want. So I asked two friends, my friend Katie and my friend Amanda to help me in these two areas. And they hit it out of the park. The food was delicious. And the decor was phenomenal. And both of these women were able to pull it together in a very short notice and just basically came up with how we were going to do it. In fact, when we got to the venue, both of them were like, okay, what do you want? And I was like, I don't know. I just said, if this was your event, how would you do it? And I just literally left it up to them because I know that that is their skill set. I know that's what they're really good at. And there was no need for me to have to micromanage them. But when it comes to getting the help that you need when it comes to your business or when it comes to executing a dream that you have, I highly, highly recommend that you stay in your own lane and your own zone of genius and allow someone else to do the things that you are not good at. And in this case, it was decorating 
it was food. Now, in hindsight, there was a third area that I might ask for help for next time, and that is the podcast recording part of it. Even though I did it myself and it worked out, it was a little bit more stressful than I thought it was going to be. And I would definitely like to get help on that in the future. So that's a good lesson for me moving forward is to remember, okay, you cannot show up and do everything yourself and expect everything to go really smoothly. So you have to delegate it out and ask for the help that you need. And, you know, it's even funny, like my mom came with me to the event and it was about, I guess, uh, Tuesday of the week before. And I was like, okay, mom, do you want to come with me to the event? Because I do need help. And so she packed her bag. She came with me. She was a great help. So lesson learned, always, always ask for the help you need. Lesson number three for me was a biggie. Okay. Now, and when I say it, I really, really mean it because when I announced that we were going to have a podcast recording, it was going to be a live event. The day that I put it out, and I really hadn't really said a whole lot of anything to tickets sold. So I was super, super excited. And I was like, okay, the event's going to sell out. It's going to be amazing. And then crickets, nothing happened. And there was like a ticket sold here, a ticket sold there. And I was pumping it out and I was marketing and I was doing all the right things and nothing was happening. And the closer and closer we got to the event, the more in my head I got about it. And of course I was being asked like, how are ticket sales going? And every time I had to answer that question, I just felt like this pit in my stomach. Like, oh my gosh, what if this doesn't sell out? Oh my gosh, what if people don't come? Now, I did talk about this on a previous podcast episode and how much this was really, really like playing on my emotions and really like it was a huge obstacle for me. There came a moment that I had just to let go of the outcome. I had to let go of who was going to be there. I had to just trust that it was going to be what it was going to be. And here's the thing, friend, you know, you might go, okay, well, did you sell the event out? I didn't. I actually did not sell the event out. Uh, I didn't even come close to selling the event out. And I didn't even break even financially on the event. But there is a bigger lesson in it for me, and one that I want to share with you, is that even when things don't go like you expected them to go, or like you anticipate for them to go, trust that who needs to be there will be there. And when we had the event, when we actually like had the day, it was perfect. It was the exact people who needed to be there. It was most like I don't life giving conversations. It was perfect. And it almost was like if there had been too many people there, it would have been too many. And so now in the future, I'm like, okay, Andrew, you just got to let go of what is going to happen and trust that who is going to be in the room are the people who need to be in the room. 
Lesson number four was a really big one for me, and that was leave room for magic. And I don't know if you've ever been in a situation in your life where you really want something to go well. You've planned everything out. You are executing it. You are the one that is in charge and in control. But at the end of the day, if there is not these spaces for there to be something that just happens, then it's almost like you're missing that special sauce. And for me, it was a reminder to me that I needed to let the people that were supporting me in the event do the work that they do so brilliantly and not micromanage everything and allow them to show up in their zone of genius and in their gifting so that we could have a really amazing experience. And so during the the recording itself, uh, I had to just let my co-host do her thing. I had to trust that she was prepared. She knew exactly what she was going to ask and she was going to flow with her own intuition and it was going to work out just as it was meant to be. And even with my photographer, it was the same thing. It was just trusting that she was going to come and she was going to do what she needed to do. And honestly, the day of both of these women were spectacular and they flowed and there was such ease and grace about what they did. And the magic just showed up. And of course, lesson number five, which I think that if we are doing anything new in our lives, if we're going to get out of our comfort zone, it's going to require us to expand, to increase in capacity. And everything that you desire for your life, for your business, right at this moment is outside of your comfort zone. So in order for you to allow more into your life, you're going to have to expand and stretch to increase in capacity for that. And that meant for me that I had to go through these roller coaster of emotions up and down, releasing the thoughts and beliefs that no longer serve me. And trust me when I say there were many of them and let go of these ideas of what it needed to be, like I had mentioned earlier, and just move into a new level of belief of what was possible for me. And the big one, even though this is my gifting, is really to trust my own intuition and know that if I'm feeling led in a certain direction, that I should follow that and always let that be my guide. And for you, that might look differently than for me. But I really believe that when we're going to do something that is going to impact more people, that is going to grow our business, that is going to cause a new ripple of effect in our lives, we are going to have to create more expansion in our lives. So just to recap, Lesson one is trust in divine timing. Number two, ask for help. Get the support you need. Number three, let go of any expectations of what the outcome needs to be, even if you do have a vision for what you want. Number four, leave room for magic and for there just to be something amazing to happen. And number five, get out of your comfort zone, get out of your own way and allow yourself to step into a new level of expansion. 
And when I think of the day and how it all played out, like I just look back and I am so, so delighted like with how things turned out. Honestly, I cannot wait for you to hear the podcast recording that's coming up and um, you're going to love it. You are absolutely going to love it. But I do want to, of course, say a few thank yous before you actually hear the podcast recording. And um, it's going to be next week when you actually get to hear the live podcast recording. So I'm very excited for that. But I want to thank my photographer, Shanika Gosling, because she was an absolute dream to work with. You're going to find all of her information in the show notes, but she came alongside of me. She took pictures of every single person and they all had access to really get an image for themselves um, after the event. And it was just so, so good. And she just did a phenomenal job. So thank you so much, Shanika. I also want to thank my co-host, Christina DeFranco. Like I mentioned, she didn't have any prerequisites um, given from me as to what I wanted her to ask me anything. I literally just said, okay, you have carte blanche. Ask me whatever you want to ask me. And she did such a brilliant job. So I I can't wait for you to hear um, how that went. Of course, my friends, Amanda Wilson, Katie Tenkate, who were just like a dream. I knew they were going to like totally rock the event with the food and the decor. But honestly, even even I was like pleasantly surprised with how fantastic it turned out. Of course, I want to I want to thank Leaside Studio. What a beautiful venue. If you're in the Toronto area and you are hosting an event, this is a great studio. It was beautiful for um, content day or any kind of um, party you want to have. Oh my gosh, like it was just such a such a great venue. And last but certainly not least, our sponsors for the event, Little Town Boutique, which is located right here in my small town of Cape Royal, Ontario, a size inclusive boutique run by a female entrepreneur. Gosh, I just felt so supported by Little Town Boutique and I was so grateful to be uh, able to give away a $50 online gift card to one of the attendees, as well as Sage Natural Wellness, which has become one of my very favorite places to shop. I love their lotions and they have these beautiful um, roll-on things that you can use that are um, all natural. Oh my gosh, if you've never tried Sage, you absolutely have to try Sage. And Sage gave us a pocket pharmacy. We were able to give that away as well. And then my very favorite province apothecary. I use all of their facial products, every single one. I have the jade roller, I have the face brush, I have the scrubs, the lotions, the serums, the toners, the makeup removers. I got it all. And I love Province Apothecary. And again, another Canadian owned, female owned company. And they gave us a $150 online gift card to give away. So friend, when you have something that you have that is on your heart to do, even if you feel like you've been holding on to it for a really, really long time and you're thinking, should I actually do it? 
when you get that prompting, when your intuition speaks up loud and clear and says, it is time for you to do this, that's the moment you take action. That is the moment you say, yes, I'm going to do it. And then trust everything is going to fall into place. Even when there are massive ups and downs and things that do not go the way that you expect or intend them to go, trust that everything is as it should be. And I'm so excited that next week you're going to get to hear the live recording of the Courage Cast in our very first event. So thank you for hanging out with me today. I hope these lessons inspire and encourage you to take action in your own life. And until next time, remember you have everything you need to live bravely. If you like this episode of the Courage Cast, we'd love to hear from you. Leave us a rating and review. And while you're there, hit subscribe so you never miss an episode. Original music and production by Stephen Crowley.